Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino, and we're back with a brand new podcast that I'm very excited about. A brand new patron offering for this season, hopefully the whole season, as we are going to be doing something that nobody had on their 2023 bingo card. And that is a Big Brother podcast checking in each week with our resident chief correspondent for International Survivor. It's Shannon Gus. Rob, why are we here? What's happening? Uh, well, I'll tell I? you why we're here, okay? We're here for the Suri Watch because Shannon is a number one Suri fan. You know, Shannon, let me just say, there's a lot of people talking about how much Suri, favorite Survivor player ever, never, n- never tweeted once about Suri ever before... Before last week, uh, all of a sudden, Although, yeah, yeah, being a Saristan is not so it's very trendy right I'm now. It's very, but you're an OG, yeah, I mean, it's always trendy. you're an OG, yeah. you've got the receipts, you've got cameos from you know what year 2017, 2018. Okay, Shannon, I she is, she is, uh, been since day one. Okay, Suri is the best, and love, love, Suri is a Suri completionist. and would watch Sari do anything, even though like Shannon. Watch Snake in the Grass. I'm gonna watch it now. Yes, I think, yes. It. Now you have to to keep <laughs> your title. Okay, so yeah. Shannon and I, for the uninitiated, have been doing check-ins for uh, Australian Survivor, which I had not kept uh, often been able to keep up with in the real time. But my favorite Australian Survivor player was back for this season. And I said, Shannon, I got to do a check-in every week with you to talk about this season of Australian Survivor. And we did. Shannon did all of her podcasting, uh, incredible four-hour podcasts about the episodes each week. And then we'd come on and do a check-in and I'd have a little bit more of the casual take on Australian uh, Survivor. We had so much fun with that. We rewatched the original season with my favorite player, George, and we just finished eight weeks of that. And at the very end... And the finale of that podcast, I, we said, what are we doing next? And I said, well, we should check in for Big Brother. And Shannon said, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Like, I would ever check in well, for no. Big <laughs> Brother. No, that's just a paraphrase. That's, I mean, that's, that's Australian slang. That's it, 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 it means like, it means no. like maybe. <laughs> yeah. Right? No, um, it means when hell freezes <laughs> over and Sari walks into that house. Yeah. Cut to yeah, and then she did. Yeah, cut yeah. to uh, a, f- a few moments later. Uh, we got the cast reveal for Austri- for Big Brother twenty five. All of a sudden, here's Suri's son. Here's a- an Australian person. Here is Zach Wurtenberger's brother, and then the coup de gras, Suri herself. And Shannon said, "All right, I guess I'm watching Big Brother." <laughs> Folded like a cheap deck chair instantly, as well. Uh, cause it, it was pulling us so, me, like, I thought we manifested it and it was like slowly the universe. From what I understand of Big Brother, there is this cosmic alternate timeline or yes. the time machine. We'll go through that <laughs> yes. because I'm so Yes, the scramble verse. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, Very, so this is the scramble This is Big Brother verse, canon. Right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so this, this podcast, yeah. and we were trying to, so we were trying to figure out like, okay, uh, what, what does this look like? And we were, we were thinking about how, look. Shannon is not alone as a Surrey lover, especially these days, uh, but especially as a survivor <laughs> purist 
who is interested in following what is going on with Suri, with uh, Suri's son, with Zach Wurtenberger's brother. And so there's a lot of uh, survivor shared DNA, no pun intended. An Australian yeah. person. An Australian well, person, the, yes. Australian yes. Yep. And so Everything. that because that uh, there is this interest, and maybe not everybody is going to be along for... 40 some odd episodes of uh, Big Brother three times a week for a hundred days that maybe this could be the place where we bring in a little bit more of the survivor legacy of Suri. Nobody in the chat is saying, hey, can we talk about something else that's going on in the house? Haven't we talked enough about Suri? No, <laughs> this is the place where we're going to talk about Suri how she's doing, how it's going, what's going on with uh, Jared, and all of the things that remind us of past Surrey experience. This is the Big Brother podcast for Survivor fans. Yes, and I agree with you. And I know I'm not alone because there was there was pandemonium, I feel, with the Survivor viewers being like, oh God, there's <laughs> something we now have to do. So I think some people are waiting in like me slowly. And a lot of people are like, I'm like, how do you watch the show? And I meant technically, because in Australia, it is quite difficult, but you know, you got to do this. You got to do so many things. And, I, and believe me, as a Survivor super fan, I respect that. I respect it as a completionist, as an obsessive person. I get it. But I can't do like every single thing because it's so much. And I yeah. was not anticipating this, but I do think that there is a subsection of people who are waiting in like me and are confused and bewildered and I want to be the voice of those people Great. as well. So, All right. So I yeah. think we have very clearly defined what this podcast is uh and and to some degree what it isn't. Um Shannon, what are, what Big Brother media are you consuming? Okay. I'm watching the episodes. So I said to Rob, I'm like, do I have to watch the episodes? Yeah, I said, I think you should watch the episodes. I think it would be hard to sort of get what's going on. I guess you could sort of just vibe from Twitter. But I I think, well, watch the episodes because I think that that would be more fun. And and, uh, Shannon is not keeping up with the live feeds, but is a person on Twitter. I'm on Twitter and I'm trying to be super aware. If you tell me to give you the Alliance chart as of 12 hours ago... I could do it. China, I now, do I don't know. It, yeah. moves so, it moves so fast, Rob. I don't even know. It's, it's all fast. the scrambles. That's what I'm saying in my head. And it's weird because it's out of order. Like the episode is before, but more has happened since the episode on Twitter that I know about. So it's all out of time, which is, again, a time machine. I'm so very yeah. confused. In fact, most of my notes for this podcast are just questions. Okay, great. Well, I hope that I can answer <laughs> as many as possible. The thing about Big Brother is that, you know, the live feeds are constantly moving. But in terms yes. of the episodes, you really get a very front-loaded view of the Big Brother week, which traditionally goes from Thursday to Thursday. Uh, that's when the evictions end up happening live. So the episode that comes out on, so the Big Brother week really then, you get an HOH on Thursday night. That's live. Then on Sunday, you are seeing basically like a 24-hour period that culminates like on Friday night. Uh, So basically you're seeing like from Thursday to Friday in the Sunday episode. Then Mm -hmm. on Wednesday, you're seeing a veto episode, which is basically Saturday, Sunday, and Monday morning. And then then the rest of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, and thir- the day of Thursday is basically crammed into like a 10-minute segment at the beginning of a Thursday episode, followed by live voting and live HOH. 
Okay. Because I was confused when I watched the second episode. I was like, where are the bye-bye bitches? Which I understand now have even had their name changed to the professor. See, I'm following what the chart. Well, I think, I'm trying uh, my very best. I think the well, professors might actually be a somewhat different uh, arrangement of Oh, it was me people. not in it. Um, I, I think that I think that there's a couple of the uh, of guys are in the professors. Oh, like Hysim is. I, I believe so, but I didn't know there was going to be a quiz right. on who was in what. Okay, no, th- this whole podcast is a quiz, Rob. Okay, for the people, I who can don't answer a lot more of your, your top level questions. <laughs> okay, I've got but... I've got so many. Yes, okay, usually Rob and I. We decide what the podcast. This is, is so on, fun. This is a fucking the the shoe is completely on the other foot now. I, okay, let me let me let. I want to go through the episodes. I want to talk about it, and I, but I want to ask a couple of questions first. Can we just get some out of please, the way for please. the Survivor fans who are confused? All right, why do they say Big Brother like that? Big Brother like that? Yes, yeah, yeah. I heard Puya doing that in your video, but I mm-hmm. thought he was joking. But that's just exactly what they do. That's the announcer. So uh, they they took a big swing. Is that Big Brother? Yeah, that's the. Anna- is, that, the is that the guy? No. That guy's so big there's brother? like an, a uh, somebody that does like the announcer voice guy. That that's yes. him. Yeah. But is the announcer voice Big Brother? It is not necessarily the voice of the house. Like uh, in international versions of Big Brother, yes, Big, Brother big Brother is kind of like a character of like yes. where they're saying like Big Brother, blah 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 blah. Then not so much in uh, the the house. They okay. might like open like like open a competition like. Big Brother is having us play the power of Edo, but it's not really like a character, Big Brother. All right. Because I watched the early seasons of Australian Big Brother where Big Brother was like, yeah. hi, house guest. This is Big Brother. That's what I thought. That right. brings me to my second question. If that's the case and that's not Big Brother, where is Julie? Because she wasn't even in that second episode. She's never. She's only voice. in the Thursday episode. You only see her one night a week. What? Yep. She's only on the live That's show. That's crazy. It's, is look, anyone minding the store? Yeah. I guess there's like producers. <laughs> uh, like uh, a lot of times there's like questions about does Julie even know what's happening during the week? But why can't she just show up at the challenge? Like I don't. She doesn't come for the challenges. Uh, they, host, they host the challenges themselves. Like that time in Survivor One World that they had a challenge by themselves. Yeah. But every time? Every time. Yeah. Except for what the HOH competition. Job is this? Yeah, and sometimes, what? yeah, sometimes she won't even host the HOH competition if it happens like after a double eviction. Like basically, they have Julie Chen Moonves there for one night a week, and uh, whatever competitions are happening that <laughs> night, that she'll host glasses. them. And the other nights, uh, days of the week, you know that uh, it's DIY. See, I noticed in the challenges that she was there for that she did seem kind of uncomfortable hosting. She was like, you guys oh, have been holding on for a really long that's time. That's her whole she vibe. No more to give. Yeah, we're 25 seasons in and she's never looked comfortable hosting the challenges. Maybe she'd be more comfortable if she did it more often, right? Like practice makes perfect, but she's never there. I'm so confused. She's not there. I that. mean, I'm sure it's a little complicated to be hosting competitions like through the like uh, she's not there. She has to push a button that they can hear her. And sometimes the button doesn't work. Can't so, she go inside? I guess she could, but she doesn't. Why couldn't she just go inside to, to the house? Shannon, I don't know that <laughs> they never the they never explored that. She's else. never once entered the house during she's the season. She's never entered the house. <laughs> she's entered the house about? in she's the preseason. Host. In the preseason, she's entered the house, but she's never once been in the backyard or anything. What? 
Yeah. This is. Does anyone else find? Is this crazy? Is this not? She's Frankly, not I don't think anybody's show? ever like. I guess we're like the frogs in boiling water. I don't think anybody's ever asked that question. She's never there. She doesn't go into the house. They have an announcer voice, and the announcer's not even Big Brother. Like, are you? Are you they don't just, hear I'm the announcer voice either. This. Yeah. No, but on the with the challenge, right? With who was talking to them? Right. Julie talks to them. Right. No, but the challenge was the announcer voice, and they heard that. Um, I don't know. Like, what? What? In what challenge do they hear the announcer voice? In the with the balance beams, weren't they like? That's how they explained it. Like the house guests are going. Oh to run yeah, I guess that there beams. was some sort of like pre-recorded message, uh, but it's not necessarily always right. the same voice. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is uninteresting to maybe anyone, but I think that's crazy. That's the first thing. I have so you I can hear so this every thoughts. week at com slash patron. Sorry, I went off to the races just because I was so confused about, and I still am. Like. There was so much more goo, I guess, than I anticipated, yeah. and I anticipated no goo. So oh no, yeah, know, that, so that. yeah, that Big Brother is, um, you know, it's 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 probably more like a double dare than Survivor is. Goo bombs. Oh yeah, goo goo apocalypse. Or Julie said goo copolis, but it's live TV is hard, and she's barely there. So goo copolis. <laughs> yes. If people picked up, it was it was sad. Um, as you can see, I'm really off and running, but that was, so my my um, biggest takeaway was that like Big Brother to me, at least the show version, because I understand the feeds are super intricate, I should watch them, I hear all of you. But the show to me feels like if Survivor and the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards had a baby. Mm-hmm. Now that's a very millennial reference, is that, yeah. Does that hit? No, I think that's but, very that's very fair. Um, I yeah. think that the key demo that Big Brother, you know, it's it's funny because you know this comes up quite a bit, and I think even uh, Corey Wurtenberger had said this uh, in a conversation with Sari recently, where it's like, you know, Big Brother, you know, uh, in some ways, like, is a very like intricate game uh, that can be highly strategic, but is presented as fart noises um uh slime all sorts of slime yes right, yeah that's why J- jump on this giant phallus and watch it explode like uh a- animal noises cartoon sound effects bright colors like it is really a show that is uh aimed at people under the age of 10 and over the age of 70 well I'm they over explain every single thing a hundred times in the competition. They yell in the diary yeah. room. Yeah. So yeah. And it's I mean, it's it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, I have I want to can we just can we talk through the episodes? Because I had so and we'll get to Sari, obviously Sari is there. Eventually, yeah. too long, yeah. too damn long. I sat through a lot of things. Yeah, this is traumatic but, so they, for you. You've never watched Big Brother US before. And you got no. thrown into a season where there's Didn't four different universes. So many of them, the universes. Yes. Four. Yes. Because so so three former players came back to go back in time for some reason. Yes. Yes. And the time machine broke, and that the created, time laser. Oh, sorry. The time laser broke. Now I know all three of these players. So yes. So a Big Brother 
casual slash I've never watched anything, are you so impressed that I know all of these? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I think I'm probably most impressed <laughs> that you knew uh, Danielle Reyes because I know Brittany Haynes was on The Amazing Race recently. Amazing Race. Frankie yeah. Grande, of course, uh, is uh, well known because of his uh, famous sister, Ariana Grande. Uh, and then, but um, really, uh, Danielle Reyes, uh, one of my all-time faves uh, from uh, way back, check the receipts. Yes. Yes. Season three. Season three. And She's yes. the reason that we have a, a jury house because the jury went home and they watched her on TV and they were they saw her playing and they were annoyed about it. So then they were a bit uh, Yes. Yes. Where did you get that from? You just absorbed it along the way. Yeah, Yeah. just absorbed it. Yeah, like to be like adjacent to the Big Brother community. She played with adjacent. So I knew, which is also something I know. And they have a podcast together. Uh, They did the podcast together during Big Brother 22, I believe. And then uh, I think Jason Jason was doing it then with Rachel Riley in season 23. And I'm not sure. Someone else I know. I'm not not sure. I have not heard a lot. There's a lot of Big Brother podcasts uh, these days. (laughs) Now this one's the best and the most intricate because it has questions like, where is Julie and why is she never there? But okay, so so they and so they had a time laser, and then for the yeah. people not uh, watching the show and just trying to keep up via us, this is what happened. I don't know how to explain it differently to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it created four different universes because That's the time right. laser broke. Yeah, yeah. So there was the scramble verse, which feels like watching Big Brother to me. There was the mm-hmm. humility verse, which yeah. feels like doing this podcast. And then the scary verse, which feels like watching the show for me. That's right. I don't have anything for the comic verse. It feels really random. There's the a lot thing. of stuff with BB Comics. That that's one of their favorite aesthetics. Yeah. Okay. I know that too. And then something about a wiener um, with Britney, but I have no further questions. The producers of Big Brother think that wieners, wiener jokes are very hilarious. Uh, they love to uh, dress 12? people up like a wiener, uh, hold on to a wiener. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? They have like a uh, third grade sensibility of humor. Okay. See, no one explained this to me going in. Yeah. Um, Survivor takes yeah. itself so serious. In fact, it's to way too serious. Uh, Survivor is life and life though. and death. Okay. Uh, and yes. everything is about like the lessons that you learn along the way. And oh. it is like, mm. it, it is completely serious. Very little yeah. on Survivor is camp. Big Brother is all camp. Nothing is serious. Uh, nothing, uh, only the fans, uh, like, you know, take it like extremely well, seriously. And that, you know, I, it's a I microcosm am. of society, but it's also the same show where it's like, okay, uh, put on this, you, you put on this hot dog costume and sleep on a Swiss cheese bed. Yes. Yeah. Well, I understood that. So, and get we, hit so the by first a episode. Bomb. Or a butt-kicking contraption yeah. where you have to kick your sure. own butt, which is like a theme of the season. It wasn't even just one time. Like, yeah. it's very much seems ingrained in the concept. But so so the first, not a, not a pun, I just needed to say the word butt. Um, the first episode, let's just let's just get it yeah. out there. Yeah, this was, this was truly terrible television. Does anyone disagree with you. me? How dare you? Like, Look, this was, like, the so, words I would use, I would say were embarrassingly 
bad. Yeah. Um, Just the photos. So I, I do feel like that. Story. Yes. Yes. Admittedly, yes. Uh, this was this was not good uh, at all. But I do feel like that for most of the fandom, uh, you know, it's. I think that this was basically. It's like a. Uh, don't tell me about the labor pains. Just show me the baby. And that baby ultimately was night one live feeds that for no, about, that baby was three. Well, well, just hear me out here because that format wise that for yeah. 20 some odd seasons, the big brother yeah. house guests would move in on mm -hmm. say like a Saturday and then yeah. the live show would be like, maybe a, like uh, the premiere would be a Wednesday or even a Thursday and then you and then the live feeds would start, say, day five, day six. And mm -hmm. so much has already happened before then. And a lot of the live feed fans come in like, we are so confused. We don't know how did this happen. They were like, this person hooked up with this person. And uh, so I think that the uh, fans are really that are watching the live feeds love getting the night one live feeds will put up with a very so-so premiere episode. I mean, the Big Brother premiere episodes are never good, even in the best case scenario. So it's not like they're that much worse than the best Big Brother premiere episode. Yeah, Mike Bloom explained all of that to me yesterday. So yeah. I understand. Um, but now I'm like, the, none of the times I say but are a pun, but it's just the butt kicking contraption. It's but just first. crazy to me that that's, yeah, yeah, and I know that that's something too. And I, I'm up on all the apparently five things Julia's ever said because she's never there. But so, because for me, okay, because it's not about the episodes for the super fans, I get it. But if you're just watching the show, I guess we met all the house guests. Now that was very helpful for me, but I'm sure a huge waste of time for any of the super fans who'd already done all the preseason stuff. But I mean, I what preseason stuff, Shannon? There was nothing. There was that they basically gave us that like a, a three minute video. Like that's all we had. And they sent the same video out to everybody. Okay. But then they did like a minute long video in the show. Yeah. And, they got, the and then you got to see them a little bit more. Like they're always, they get their key and it's like, Oh my God. But it's like, yeah. wait, like you didn't see that key is in your backpack. <laughs> right there. Mm -hmm. Is that a key or your, anyway, I'm not going to um, do the, I'm in like big brother, terrible humor mode now. Uh, I've now lost my my train of thought, but it happens. I can't stop. I can't. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we met all the house guests, and what I was interested in was that there's no winner edit because no one we don't know they're all new, right? And I was like, this kind is of so exciting. They have, you have to get to know everyone because you don't know who's gonna. It can't be like Australian Survivor, which is like we only care about these five yeah. people. Oh no, one of those five um, people, the first five. Shannon, groups. it will it will be like that. Um, oh. That production will have their favorites. That will be shoved down your throat, and there will be people that are completely purpled, do not get any confessionals ever. What if they win? We'll worry about that when we get there. Yeah, because like something like Survivor South Africa tries to have like a more organic editing style where it's like what's actually happening, but it's never but obviously they like it has happened. It's mm -hmm. not like it's happening live. So it's not as organic, I guess, as as that. So you would think it would have to be kind of fair, but I guess they're also making a TV product, but you wouldn't know that. By watching the first episode. So the, because the TV product was just, so you met the house guests and then the time machine. And then they did four different challenges, yeah. which I like the puzzle challenge, like yeah. deconstructing, like putting it back in the box. Although it kind of annoyed me how with the newspapers, they didn't write out the copy of the articles. Like yeah, it was all like Laura Mipsum. Yeah. Yeah. 
you think that one of the 12 you were, yeah. is running the show. Yeah, I talked about this on the slop with Mike yesterday. I feel like that they could have at least had chat GPT just like uh, knock out the body yeah. text, even if it was That's, nonsensical. I mean, I've got my thoughts on the challenges in general, but anyway, that one was fine. And then they had the butt kicking. Yeah. I feel like my thoughts on that are pretty apparent. Then they had the goo. This was this was literally putting in four different wires and then getting exploded with goo. Yeah. This was nothing. That's right. And then, yeah, and then the endurance challenge to get um, into the nether region. Mm-hmm. Yes. Those were all bad challenges. It was all very bad and yeah. very boring. Yeah, yeah. you're in the, the nether, nether region. region. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm really, because I tweeted about the nether region and then Marianne said, what's the nether region? And I'm like, I feel like it's, self-explanatory she's like i'm at a wedding i'm like this was from the first episode it was mm-hmm. like a big plot point uh, i'm so confused i was upset that yeah. cory wurdenberger yeah that could have been her brother-in-law yes and she would be so lucky like i want to say off the bat team cory and sorry and jared those three but like zach's a, a good friend yes and cory is just kind of like exactly zach mm-hmm. so i'm all in on, on Corey, obviously rooting for him. And I was upset that he got pulled down to the nether region for many reasons. Yeah. But he um, wasn't there long. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't. And I already knew that from Twitter. So yeah, kind of yeah, lost kind of the sting there, but I have to say just, yeah, as an episode, I was like, I, I'm maybe I quit. Yeah. <laughs> I so quit I guess, Shannon, I guess that that is probably a big, um, thing that comes over from, uh, be, like being a survivor fan, uh, coming over to big brother for the first time survivor episodes. And you know, better than anybody, people lose their minds. If something doesn't happen in a survivor episode, if a survivor episode ends without somebody going home, if it ends on something that's like, Oh, just to swap tribes, People get pissed. Yeah. Uh, that being said, in Big Brother, almost nothing happens most of the time. So glad that I've <laughs> embarked on yeah, this journey. Yeah, so you with just have you. to get over that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I assume that's going to be the that's going to be the tagline of this podcast. Yeah. Somebody Welcome will go home brother. on Thursday most of that. the time, but other than that, you know, a lot of times it's you know the Sunday and Wednesday episodes can be a little uneventful. That's fine. I don't mind if no one goes home. Like I thought to skip ahead, the second episode was a lot stronger. It's just a, truly that like they they all went into the house and were like, oh my god, the house four different times. We saw that exact same. Yeah. And then the challenges. Anyway, I don't need it was I think everyone agrees. I have more questions though. Please. Doesn't doesn't choosing the nominations, and I and I did tweet this, doesn't choosing the noms via a competition break the game? And should I be outraged? Because from what I understand, it's always a person yeah. chooses who's nominated. I mean this seems to me like something I would hate. Yeah, I think you would probably hate it. I haven't seen a ton of outrage about it. Taryn said he didn't like it. But all in all, like the first week nominations are pretty arbitrary to begin with. It's just like, oh, you didn't talk to me. And so ultimately, I think that in this case, um, it was not necessarily the end of the world. I think that maybe had Suri not showed up, that I think that people probably would have been uh, a little more annoyed uh, about all of that especially consider that three out of the four people that were on the the, the nominees were black house guests. I feel like that people uh, were not going to love uh, the way that that worked out. But that being said, I think Sari coming in, I think really did uh, like put people in a better mood overall. People were very happy. I mean, I was trying to just like refresh Twitter because I didn't know that Sari was going to be part of it. No one knew there'd been rumors 
And then I kept refreshing and then they're like, refresh now. And then when I refreshed, it was like, Corey's in the nether region. And I'm like, oh, everyone was telling me to refresh. And I, that is a big deal. Got you. And they were like, no, refresh again. And then it was Suri. And look, it's worth it. It's all worth it for Suri. I got to say, like, mm-hmm. the joy that she brings, the person that she is. <laughs> I could go on. I won't. But I actually really love seeing her with Jared. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. To, to, yeah. Let's, okay. let's talk about some, some good things. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is the Suri <laughs> podcast. So let's, uh, now that we've gotten all the competitions out of the way. Yeah. Tell me about, about. Uh, your, your feelings about uh, Suri here in this environment. What is this like? I mean, she's, she's just joy personified, right? Like she, and it, with the traders as well. Anytime Suri is on TV, it's a good thing. And but what's interesting is so so why did they cast it with Jared? Like why was that the decision? I feel like that's such a strange yeah, thing. Yeah, uh, nobody knows exactly for sure. My like uh very much like uh like just is like unconfirmed just supposition on my part that I think that Jared was in the casting cycle and I think at some point they just said like, "Hey, like does your mom want to play also?" Like uh okay. Uh, and then maybe I think Suri was like, well, I don't want to take Jared's spot. And like, no, 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 he's in, he's in. Are you, would you also come? Like, yeah, sure. Uh, I, right. I, that I think is sort of like Occam's razor of how this happened. Cause on Australian survivor for Sandra and Nina, where we've seen the exact same thing with, with a survivor legend coming on with their child to a different franchise, a sister franchise, mm-hmm. a brother franchise, yeah. I, I guess. Um, what happened was the opposite where like they wanted Sandra and Nina wanted to play. It was blood versus water. So they were like, well, now Nina can play with you. So she did it for Nina to be like, you go. So I don't know if they were like, okay, well, we'll cast Jared if you play. And it seems like, A, if Jared wants to play, she'd do that for him. And she seems to really want to play with Jared specifically. Like that's the beauty of this that she gets to play with her son. So mm-hmm. whatever it was, it was just a strange, it's just such a random outlier in the season that yeah, I, I mean, I, I think, you know, Suri has been on many adventures, but I think that the idea of like, okay, if I'm going to be gone for a hundred days, uh, like at least like I have my son there, at least like I can have uh, some part of my life. I mean, does Suri need this aggravation uh, in her life at this point in time? Like probably not, but I feel like that maybe if they're like, okay, well, this will help definitely uh, soften the blow. Would Suri do this if her son wasn't there? I don't know. I, I think it's uh, probably like 50-50. She seems like a, in the past she's expressed interest. At least she gets to, you know, go back to the couch, which I'm sure has been. I thought yes. we should call this podcast like something to do with a couch, you know, like, mm-hmm. just, but we're just going to call it to rewatch. Yeah. But maybe, called like, it like on the couch. couch. Like I feel like on it would couch, sound like. On the couch, that's a football show. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, and it's, I think it's a, sort of been like, yeah, like you're in therapy. Yeah. And are we not? Are we not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have is. to watch the goop apocalypse. It, it is, yeah. <laughs> And who knows what else? Yeah, so, I mean, it's amazing to see Suri. So the, for the Survivor fans here to find out what's happening with Suri. Suri went in and her son's there and no one knows that he's her son. Except for Izzy, who's the one person who knows. And this is very she, concerning She clocked to it me. immediately, yeah. Yeah, which, like, so what we saw was that immediately Izzy goes to Jared. She's like, you're Suri's son. And he's like, don't tell anyone. So, so so Izzy is now like tied to Suri because she has so much leverage, as she knows, over Suri. Um, Suri does not have the leverage in this relationship. So I feel like the second that Izzy said that, two possibilities opened up and neither of them were just work really far with Izzy. The options are, okay, we're out. 
we can't have Izzy be one person who knows that's like way too much of a threat. We'll just tell everyone and hope they're okay. And maybe one of us gets sacrificed, but like hopefully we're rewarded for our extreme odyssey and the other one of us can make it far. Yeah. But I don't think that's what they want to do because then you lose like the advantage of like being able to give each other information that no one would anticipate. And they seem to really want to play together. So they don't want to do that. They didn't do that. The other option I would think is surely Izzy's got to go like really, really yeah. soon, right? Like they got to cut that. So I, I will say that one of the big differences between Survivor and Big Brother, which makes this more complicated, is that if this was Survivor, you could just blindside Izzy at Tribal Council, maybe make it not even look like Suri was a part of it. Izzy would go home. Izzy, that's enough. Uh, bring your torch. The tribe has spoken yeah. and Izzy is gone. Izzy can't say anything. In Big Brother, you know, if Ceri's like, uh, Izzy knows too much, got to get Izzy out of the house, you'd have to do it like in a way where, okay, you get sort of like behind the scenes, got Izzy up on the block and would need to keep Izzy feeling like that she was safe enough to not potentially like spill that information mm. and then ultimately because she's going to have basically like two days or yeah, three days in the house yeah. to campaign from Monday to Thursday and not oh reveal God. your secret. So one of my questions was how often are people blindsided in Big Brother? It happens. Uh, it does not happen often. A lot of times people will spoil the blind side going into uh, the vote. Because there's no idols and it's the, just two people. There's no idol. It it's it's yeah. like, you know, sort of like a binary choice of this person or this person on Thursday. And sometimes people will feel safe going in. And then so we might get like one or two blind sides a season. But the fans hate it when it is like spoiled. Like, OK, the one side of the house is planning a blind side. And then some people tell the person like, hey, just so you know, it's going to be you. Mm. Uh, because uh, those are great moments when they Julie will uh, reveal the votes like by a vote of, you know, Eight to five. Shannon, you are evicted from the Big Brother house. Uh, yeah. And they're like, what? Uh, i like, I didn't pack. I didn't. I, I yeah, I mean, safe. you oh. got to love a blind side. Yeah, yeah we love a blind side. We yeah. love a blind side, but we hate people who ruin the blind side. Well, I'm glad Julie could be there for that moment because that's, you mm -hmm. know, I wouldn't expect it. But so this is what I was thinking. So I'm very worried then that Izzy has this information on them and that they haven't told anyone about it and from what I understand from Twitter is he's a bit of a loose cannon and also Sari and Jared are being like really cute with it like he'll be like oh yeah you know I'm, I'm a mama's boy in front of Sari she she changed his name she said she had three sons John Jamil and Jamie and I was like I would clock it from that like even though Jared looks so different to game changes because it's been years from that I would be like I know their names what are her real sons names John, Jamil, and Jared. John, okay, so Jamie's Jared. Okay. You just Yeah, and Jamil and Jamie are very similar, but I always will know those names because I can quote Ceri's ex-confessional Micronesia off by heart. Yeah. Because it's seared into my soul. Mm -hmm. Here I am again coming up just short. HB, John, Jamil, Jared, Mom, Dad, I'm sorry. I tried my hardest. It just wasn't meant to be. Wow. It wasn't meant to be. Yeah, so I know her son's name. So I would be like, that's not your son's name. But I guess the Venn diagram of the person who wouldn't recognize Jared, but then would be like, why did you change your son's name? Is that Jared your son? It's probably maybe just me. Yeah. Because I don't think I would recognize Jared because he looks very different to Game Changers. Yeah. Like it's been years. You know, so. I, 
I would love to also bring the canon of traitors into this as well, because I do think that that is also part and traitors season one uh, spoilers. But I, I think that maybe like best case scenario, I think that Suri might have felt like, okay, Izzy is going to be like a new Andy. Uh, mm-hmm. And Andy was like extremely loyal to Suri. This was uh, one of her people. Um, but Izzy is, uh, like Andy sort of like was, I, I do not like the gaming. I'm all about, I'm a loyalty player. Izzy is like super loyal right now, but like is a hard gamer. Uh, that has not really come up yet on the show. Yeah. So I saw a tweet that like maybe Suri is like egging Izzy on because maybe if she even says at a point, like Suri and Jared are related, people will be like, Oh, Izzy. <laughs> maybe so, that's pretty good that's maybe pretty that's good if she's thinking that's what i think they're related okay you know it was, look if anyone can just like utilize that relationship to the end like yeah. with andy i believe so can do it for 100 days if also if anyone could pull off a rare blind side mm-hmm. that if he doesn't see coming I have that trust in Suri. Yeah. But I just think it's a very delicate and dangerous situation right now. So Shannon, I'm concerned about that. Yeah. Have we seen Suri have a uh, parental relationship with another player in her survivor career? Yeah, I think so. Let's say Michaela. Yeah. I would even, I mean, in, in, from traders, I would say someone like Andy. Obviously, that's more recent. But yeah, I would say someone like Michaela. And definitely in Game Changers in general, it was kind of like a similar thing where because the cast was so varied and by the time the merge came around, so many of the legends had been voted out that she was kind of, you know, looked up to in terms of her experience, which is definitely true Mm -hmm. in terms of Big Brother with these newbies. So I would look at Game Changers more. So even with Andrea. Yeah. Um, But I do feel like, you know, Suri did plot to get Andrea out of the game. Yeah, but she was still a parental figure. She was right? a parental figure, but I feel like that yeah. with, with Michaela, like I, I don't know if Suri would have ever taken Michaela out. Like I think yeah, that Michaela think is the, the one person time. that Suri would have like, uh, you know, done done anything to keep in the game. Yes. So is that Izzy or Jared? No, I think it's Jared. I I, I think that uh, yeah. like it's just interesting to see. Um, you know, this uh, similar dynamic here so uh, we can get a little bit of a sense of how Suri would ultimately play that. Shannon, as somebody who is a Suri expert, um, what have you seen are Suri's weaknesses and how could they potentially manifest in the Big Brother game? I was going to say there are none, but balance beams, which immediately came up. Are they trolling? Immediately came up. I want to talk about that as a challenge as well, but... I mean, they've even been. Using I don't think it, that right? they were like, trolling. Seen... I would. I would be surprised if the Big Brother that. producers yeah. even knew. Yeah, <laughs> they weren't born when that was happening because they're six years old, apparently, based on their humor level. Mm-hmm. But I don't know when Game Changers was. Roughly around that time. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it's been talked about. Like, so I, I think Game Changers think... was uh, early, that I believe it might have even been the spring of 2017 when yeah. it aired. Yeah. So the producers were young, too young mm-hmm. to have seen it, children. Um, they've, they've said, I think Corey was saying it on the feeds, you know, her allies often win because, I mean, she didn't find idols as, as the one that won't count, but she's not going to get to the end and win challenges or comps, which is very important in Big Brother, as I understand. So that's the thing. And I know that she's like getting this whole side of the house together, some of the outcasts, but like how much challenge potential do we have? And my question on that is also like, I don't even know based on these challenges. Like, 
that I mean the the second episode challenge for HOH. Yeah. That was just a balance beam. That would be like one very small component yeah. of a survivor challenge. So I, I well I do feel like uh that and Taryn has talked a lot about how much more physical the comps have become. I do think compared to Survivor that there is a lot more variance in the Big Brother competitions. Although some of them the variance is that they are sort of like crapshoot random competitions. But well, that's some of them fine. That's are all, the, like you will have quizzes that come up at certain uh points which that you will never have a quiz competition in uh, the, like, you know, in, even, like, r- a- like any Survivor season, like, in the last, like, 10 years. Well, she's touchy subjects, and I think Cerise won a touchy subject. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, a quiz thing. I mean, that's on social dynamics. Like, for Cerise, every single time she's gone out of Survivor has been a mechanism or a challenge, a fire challenge, literally, like, the final three challenge. She was in the final three of Micronesia. Yes. She's made it there. They all accepted it. A challenge. Then an idol and a split vote, but she had the majority, but an idol and JT, and maybe there's like a JT equivalent here, but then JT would be a weakness maybe. And then everyone else had an advantage. You know, like Sari has, what is it, like nine votes across four seasons? I used to know these stats off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. she, you know, she's so good at the social maneuvering. And that's why you saw something like the traders, which did have some kind of weird twists, but, but it's not going to be competition based. Like she's going to get away to the end. So I think that's my big thing is is can can she win competitions? Can her side win competitions? Is Jared gonna be yeah. the person winning competitions for her as a proxy? Yes. And now together, perfect like little duo. Okay. Shannon, based off of your knowledge of Suri, at this point in time, of course, uh, Suri knows that Corey knows a lot about her Survivor backstory, but Suri doesn't know that Corey is actually related to Survivor Zach Wurtenberger. Legend. Legend Legend Zach Wurtenberger. uh, Former, uh, that Chappelle sniped him from you in the draft. How dare he? How dare he? I'm still mad about it. Okay, but Shannon... How do you think Sari will react to this? Knowing what she is hiding in the house, how do you think she will react to finding out eventually that Core, if she, she does? Mm. Wasn't she kind of coming for Corey? At earlier, that I don't think yeah. she was ever coming for him. I think that her guard was up around Corey. Right, because I was like, don't do this to me. You know, I don't want to, I don't, like, you all stick together. I yeah. need the three of you who I care about. And that Jared, Jared and Sari almost definitely will. But like, can Corey get in on that? Because I feel like with Sari, I think she'd use it against him. You can just imagine her being like, oh, you know, his brother was on Survivor. I know I was on Survivor, but somehow this is more threatening that his brother was on an episode of Survivor. Mm-hmm. So like, how tapped in is he into all of these things? Like, I think that she, she'll like use any ammo she can get. And so I don't know that that's ever really coming out. Although Corey told Riley, right? Corey told Riley in the house. So if Corey never told anybody in the house, I think that there would be a chance. Maybe it would never come out. But I feel like that once the toothpaste is out of the tube in the Big Brother house, then everybody will eventually Hmm. know. Well, Marianne said, Marianne has met Suri. So could Corey say... You know, you've met Marianne. Marianne's friends with Zach, and Zach is my brother. So, for you know, that's pretty close. Mm-hmm. But pretty closely connected. 
Yeah. We're all part of this family. We're all part of the family. But what it's not just about the survivor of it all. It's also that Sari, he's like one step closer to knowing, I would think in Sari's mind, that about Jared and she are related. But he's not. But he hasn't clocked it. He hasn't clocked it Not even it when yet. she said Jamie. I think if he hasn't clocked it, he probably never will. Like, you either get it or you don't. Like, is he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What do you yeah. think that people were, uh, like, there were some people online that were calling Izzy stalker and saying, like, you weirdo. Like, why are you, like, obsessed with Suri's Instagram? And then I'm like, here I am again, coming up just short. How would you have handled like, it, Shannon? If I saw Suri in the house? Yes. Would have cried. Well, okay, you, you would have cried. And, That's and, what I did anyway. I, was not, I wasn't even in the house. I was just out here in my apartment. Right. Uh, but would you have then gone to Jared? and Yeah. Would you have gone to Jared and said, hey, I know your mom is here? I would really not want to for her to think that she should cut me. Mm-hmm. You know, like when like Jeff Kent cut Dawson because Dawson kept being like, I know your secret. And he was like, all right, and just like cut that. Um, so I would be really scared of that. I think I'd just be like, you guys do you. Excited for you to win. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, like, and I just keep it to myself and I would just, you know, self-sacrifice or do anything that I needed to do. Mm-hmm. So Sari could win. I would just dedicate that hundred, like a hundred days. And then you get to be friends with Sari. Yeah. What a gift. What a gift. But I think, you, that would you be know, worth it for me. you would probably want to stay in the house as long as possible, right? Yes. yes. Oh, I'd love to. Oh yes. my God. A hundred days with Sari. That's way, way better than the three quarters of a million dollars, which by the way, as many times as Julie says it, never rolls off the tongue. Mm-hmm. Three quarters of a million. It just, I mean, it's a lot of money, but yeah. it just, it just doesn't sound very good. Okay. So, cause, so here's the thing, Rob, that I haven't, I want to, it's highlighted in my notes. In my survivor analyst career, I've long campaigned for trapdoors, right? That when you when the votes are read, yes, like so that so that people can't go to Jeff because there's this weird purgatory where people will say things and it's annoying. Like I think they should just get trapdoors straight to Ponderosa. Mm-hmm. But now that I've seen Big Brother, I realize this is the show that will have trapdoors, and I'm kind of shocked. Do they? I'm shocked that they don't. Do you think they have a trapdoor in the house? I think that, that like, for me, because I've seen as well, like, some of the times, like, they get, they're in the nomination seat and they get voted out. And then it's like they have to get up and they hug people and they go to the door and it's a whole thing, like, walking over to Jeff, It's a whole thing, right? yeah. So what if Izzy is even blindsided? Then while she's leaving, she'd be like, how dare you, they're related. What if, and how are they not doing this? It so works with the tone of Big Brother in a way that it simply doesn't for Survivor, even I could admit, that in the nomination chair... Trapdoor, yeah, straight I guess slide, it, it would be easier to, to execute a trapdoor in the Big Brother house, or maybe and it would just work. maybe it's not so much a trapdoor uh, that what what if it was like a slide uh, where yeah, I think a slide where I think okay, a you, you slide. sit on the slide and then basically Julie says, "All right, Shannon, uh, you are evicted from the Big Brother house," and then like the plexiglass falls. <sighs> Yeah. Uh, you slide right out into the chair with in, Julie. In it would get the live yeah. show tighter, for sure. <laughs> so many solutions. Have you ever been to a water park where you do the slide where you're like mm-hmm. in glass and you're holding like this and then the, the floor drops from under you and you go into a slide? Yeah, this would be an improvement. I, I That's do. What th- I'm I, yeah, I have to say... Uh, although we have gotten some very good dramatic moments when people are leaving the house. Yeah, there I is some tense- but, but then... Because with Izzy, say she gets blindsided and she's just standing there in the slide. It's like, Izzy has been, she's like, Sarija, and she's just gone. Yeah. She but can't spoil it. 
you know, I, I feel like that if Izzy is blindsided, I, like, I feel like that it would be as because that she's so tight with Sari, I feel like that people would be trying to like take a shot at Sari's side of the house. So I don't yeah. think that Izzy would necessarily be motivated to uh, do that. I think she would probably try You'd to keep so. Sari's secret as long as she could. Hopefully, if she's trying to win the major Unless prize, Unless Sari is turned on her. After this. Yeah. yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. That's what that's my concern. So I'm very concerned about how this is all going to happen. Like, it, hopefully, Izzy will just say, you know, I won't because yeah. then maybe I can hang out with Sari after. Okay. And that would be worth it to me. All right. So you've seen Sari play in four very different seasons of Survivor. Do you feel like that one of her seasons is most akin to uh, this situation that she's in here in the Big Brother house? Game changes, which is game changers. Okay, yeah. Uh, can you talk that through? I guess just because through game changes, I was like, "What are we doing?" So mm -hmm. I had similar feelings, yeah. and also the casting was so strange, kind of like this, where it was so uneven. It's like she's here with her son and randoms. She played Survivor. She's a re kind of like kind of like Australian Survivor. I feel like this is cast like Australian Survivor that would also just randomly throw in, but one pair, right? Like one Survivor legend. You know, it's interesting. In, in Ceri's four seasons, she's never really had a season where she's come in and really been in this type of position. Maybe Micronesia, you could squint a little bit more. And uh, but, but you know, in in her initial season, she's on the bottom all through Survivor Panama. She's not really looked at as like a, you know, key mover and shaker until the end. In Fans versus Favorites, while she may be beloved by the fans in Survivor Fans versus Favorites, in Fans versus Favorites, she's on a tribe with the other favorites and the other favorites aren't coming in like oh my god sari well like queen like uh you're an icon like she's just like another person that's there with the favorites uh she ends up getting like maybe like a little bit of that maybe from some of the fans along the way um in by the time she gets to heroes versus villains she's actually not a persona non grata with the heroes uh people are like okay you just were in survivor micronesia uh we don't trust you she we don't want majority. you around here and then in game changers she comes back and is on the tribe with ozzy and jt and they're like we don't want to work with you and many have said that had there been a early tribal council for whatever tribe that she was on then, she might have been one of the <laughs> early boots on... So I mean, Sari famously never Nuku. went to a tribal council. Nuku, I think that sounds right. She didn't go yeah. to a tribal council uh, before yeah. the merge in that season. So this is really she the first it. time that yeah. she comes into a season where you know people are sort of like happy to see her. Yeah, I mean, it's mostly, not with the recency bias, it really is most like the traders, where she is this, like, respected figure, beloved. It's also, like, there are newbies, and, like, it's not just her and newbies, yeah. but... Either beloved kind of, like, or indifferent. No, like, the, the, nobody is, like, actively campaigning against her. And she has a giant secret to keep. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's actually very similar. That's, mm -hmm. Well, that's another question I had for you. Yeah. I guess I get it, but, like, why... And because so because she wasn't nominated in the competition, she didn't even have to play the competition. <laughs> right. Like I'm not complaining, but she wasn't even. Right. She couldn't have even been nominated other than with the veto, and it's fine. It's all good. Like it's not unfair. It's totally. It's great. And also that she has a spy in Jared. Mm -hmm. Also great. Izzy has leverage. It's there's a lot of different layers. But why are people like people have? I feel have 
has anyone been talking about getting out Sari? Other than like Corey's been, I think a little bit like she's a legend, like kind of talking about it. But no one, I guess like the outcasts are kind of using her because she's rallying the numbers. But surely there should <laughs> yeah, be a lot of people I think the only person the talking about getting out Sari was uh, somebody in her alliance uh, who sort of like manifested uh, by paranoia that she was the was target. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so why are people not... Surely people should be worried. Like, everything you're saying makes sense because, yes, when Sari comes in, be scared. Why aren't they more scared? They're fools. Um, they should be scared. Uh, but it is a difficult, like, situation to disarm, right? I mean, um, it's, like, I, I do think that maybe if you were going to, like, make this argument, I think that maybe you could say, like, hey, like, like she's already had her turn. Like, this is supposed to be about us. Like, this is I saw that guy fair. say that. I saw Cameron say it. He was like, she's played Survivor three times, and I was like, it's four. Four times, right. <laughs> and there's the traitors and Snake in the Grass. Yeah. Learn your, you learn your reality TV history. I think that that might be, like, the best case that you can make, because I think if you really try to, like, the, the thing about Sari is that it's, you know, uh, it's a trap. You know, you want to say these, like, negative things about her, but then you experience her. Like, we no, her. Yeah. she's the best. I love Sari. It's like, no, that's how she gets you. Um, mm. it, I think it would be very hard to um, uh, to like take this shot at her, especially before, you know, she's done anything when there's so many people you would need to convince to vote against her. She needs yeah, to I mean, get I kind caught of get it, doing though. something. Yeah, and she won't. Well, I guess it's just harboring Jared. As but she has gotten caught with things uh, before uh, that we've seen certainly with the legacy advance or the extra vote in Survivor Game well, Changers. Well, that, was, that wasn't her fault. That was production's fault. Stupid. It was, it was stupid. It uh, should have been transferable. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, um, you know, and <laughs> she does, as we just most recently documented, talking about Haley, you know, she does take big swings. Uh, and like, should one of these big swings not work like uh that could ultimately be something that you know turns uh the house against her because so my frame of reference is like there's no tribes so there's right. like 17 people in the house right now so that the frame of reference i have is to like big pre-merge 12 person survivor tribes yeah in australian survivor and what i what you either find is that like whoa this is a lot of people let's like kind of all gang up against just a couple you see this in mergers too like even in game changers they did this they were like we'll just like Boat out mm -hmm. a couple of bottom feeders. And I feel like Sari could have fallen into that trap if it was like, got to like villainize. And they're kind of doing this now, I know, with like Kirsten and, and Luke who've been, but like that was 12 hours ago. I know things are moving, but I feel like you need to qualify all the time. Things are happening as we speak, Rob. It's so hard. But anyway, so I feel like at, at, at times, if you want to just kind of like demonize a couple of people, all be this like monolith, you can pick off a couple of people just because till you get to like numbers that make even sense in your mind. But what else happens is that it's such a big tribe that you actually split down the middle to be like, you know, well, in the pre-merge of Australian Survivor, often a merge-style game of, like, factions. And that seems to be what's happening in the house right now with Big Brother. And it, I guess, I don't know how often that happens. But what, her faction needs her number. And it's also a faction that would be pretty vulnerable without her. Like, to have, a like, someone to be able to come in and rally and have so much experience to be like, what George once said in Australian Survivor, weak, old, injured, my people. And, like, bringing these people who might be kind of pre-jury boots to give them some power. Like, they really need mm -hmm. her. So in that, like, they're, they're, she's going to be, like, I think, 
really pivotal to that for a long time, hopefully. So hopefully they'll really. Yeah, it really does seem like uh, she is set up well here. Uh, You know, just when you were talking about 17 people in the house uh, that, you know, you talked about how bad the live show was on Wednesday. You know, they do live voting on Thursday. If we have to watch 14 people march into the diary room to say, Julie, I sadly vote to evict Kirsten. Like, uh, Shannon, you're not even ready for the live show and that every single person is going to come in. First, they have to like give like some um, over the top compliment to Julie Chen Moonves, usually about her her aesthetic appearance of like, Julie, you look absolutely stunning tonight. What's going on? This That's is what lie. they do. Are you li- you're doing the lie to me like I would do to you for Australia. All right. You got me. Really? Yep. Yeah, they don't do that. They just. Uh, they don't all compliment Julie. We don't have 14 people complimenting Julie. Yep. I totally made that up. Okay. Great. Okay. Now I feel like. So they do all compliment Julie. <laughs> yes. Yes. It goes on. What? Uh, and then, and then, okay. Wait, so. no, wait, no. But she only shows up on Thursday night to be complimented. Yes. And then never. Again. Yes. She doesn't mandate it, but they do it. Like, uh, like. It sounds like she's mandating it. Yes. And then like, and then Julie's like, all right, Shannon, we need your vote. And she's like, I, I sadly vote to evict the amazing Kirsten. And they're like, and then. And then after this, they go the into they, they go into like uh, a series of shout outs. Shout out, uh, uh, mom, dad, Louie, uh, Pete the dog. Zach. Uh, yeah, Zach's gonna be shouted out. Yeah, Yay. maybe my friend. Maybe, yeah, maybe uh, Cerise yeah, Cerise's other sons will get shout out. <laughs> yeah. shouted out. No shout out for Jamie. Yeah, Jamie. Yeah. Uh, but Very if we have to see this fourteen times. For Kirsten, they used to way back when, or before they used to do live voting, they would just sort of like, just like not tell you. And then Julie would just reveal the votes. But this is going to be, I mean, that it's going to take like 15 minutes to get through all the votes on Thursday. Well, you're really hyping this up. Okay. Well, while we're at it, I had more questions. Go go ahead. All right. Okay. So they're not a question, more of a comment. The, the, the competitions, I just feel like they make Survivor New Zealand challenges look like they had a high challenge budget and some people got injured on those challenges. Mm-hmm. Like it was just, it was literally just a balance beam. I'm just confused by that. Yeah. Um, and then also it was even said like Jag was saying like, Oh, it's fine. Like I'm happy for Riley to be HOH. It was such an advantage to go later in that challenge. Absolutely. That was out. Absolutely. Yeah. Huge advantage. So I'm glad. Um, okay. What else do I have here? More goo than I expected. Okay. Why win the HOH here? That's a question because I understand like it's already, yeah. it's already like, Kind of, should you win the first HOH because you have a lot of power, could use it well, could use it poorly. But usually when you win the first HOH, correct, please correct me if I'm wrong, but then you are immune. Right. And so that would be worth it in and of itself. But here, everyone who did it was immune because there were already four nominees and they were just taking two off the block. And I feel like- Well, you could potentially get re-nominated. Uh, you, you know, that the, the advantages okay. of- in okay, the first you, you control the renomination if the veto was used. You get your own room. Do you know about the room? Yeah, the HOH room. Yeah, HOH room. And you get to listen to music. You get music. But you've only you been in there for a day. Yeah. Um, and, and then also everybody comes to you 
and like talks to you like, uh, okay, what are you thinking? Like, uh, and so it is a good opportunity to sort of like build some rapport with the rest of the house and be seen as like a powerful figure. It, it was like, um, not the most powerful HOH, but one where you didn't have to really get a lot of blood on your hands. Yeah. Okay. That's, but you don't get to play HOH. You can't be HOH back to back weeks. Did you know that? No. No, you can't. Are you be, lying? I'm. I'm. I'm serious. What? Why? That they're worried that somebody could just win all the comps. Wouldn't that be such a credit to them? And like, fine. You can win all the vetoes, but you can't be uh, HOH back to back weeks. You can't even play if you win this one. That's right. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So scary then. So scary to win that. Mm -hmm. But you get. So you get. But you get music. I haven't seen the HOH room. I don't think it's fine. On Twitter, you get your own bathroom. What is it? Which which universe is it? Uh, it's just it's just oh. HOH universe. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that sounds as good as the other universes. Okay, well, those are my my thoughts. Um, yeah. So I thought the second the second episode was a lot better. I actually thought the second <laughs> episode was was a very very tight, yeah. strong episode of Big Brother. Like I think that's probably yeah. almost as good as they get. Like uh, I would say that I would say that's probably an eight or nine out of ten. Yeah, like we got again like some of the alliances, but back in time from what I knew of the alliances. And we got so much Sari stuff, her like coaching Jared, telling mm -hmm. him to clean stuff up, which I'd already seen on Twitter, but it was great that they included it in the edit. It was just, I, I like that they're giving value of Sari. They're not like going to waste her. She's mm -hmm. not going to be purple. What did so. you think about the way that they presented Sari, the survivor player to the big brother audience? Did you think that uh, they did a good job there? I think they did a good job, but it's just, it's so unfortunate that they have to dance around traders. <laughs> It's not mm -hmm. a different network. So they can't mention that she also recently like won a social strategy reality game. Mm -hmm. Like, so they just have to like skip over that because that's a big deal for me. Like if Sari comes into this and hasn't won that from a financial standpoint, from a legacy standpoint, like it's like, you know, Sari has to get her bag eventually, but she did. So not that I don't desperately want her to win, but it's like, maybe this is more, even for, as a parent, like I'm sure it'd be more for Jared, but that's why so much of it is like, oh, this is like, I've won my show and now I'm mostly here to yeah. hang out with Jared in this fun okay. environment. How about this? Do you think that for Suri, what, what do you think is um, the more primary objective? Is the more primary objective for her to A, Suri win the game or B, to get Jared to win the game, or does she sort of say like e either either one is fine, but she has to be having one as more of the primary objective. Does she? It's just like blood versus water; like it's the same. I think it's I think it's pretty different. I mean, I think that's. I mean, you're a parent. You tell me if you were in the house with one of your sons, who would you want to win? It's, you or it's them? so hard for me because uh, you know uh, my sons are not adults. Um, so. Yeah. That, that would be very, very different. I mean, for Sari, so? you know, how so? Um, like, if you were in the house with your child, they, hey, if they're old enough yeah. to produce Big Brother, they're old enough to play Big Brother. If you were in now at the ages they currently are, yeah. who would you want to win, you or them? So I have no idea, like, what the different, like, the financial situations are for, like, uh, you know, uh, for Jared and, and Sari. So it's hard for me to sort of like, but it, 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 answering this question as me, like I think yeah. it would be more important for me to win the game than for my, uh, for one of my children 
to win the game because I first off I have I have more than one child, um, so I have to you know uh, like uh, I feel like that money in my even, hands. And then you're gonna have to. Okay. Would be like, it's not saying. like that Dominic would divide. win the game and then okay. say, like, hand the check over to me and, like, all right, dad, do what's best for, for us. But it would be so different if he was, you know, you know, 25 years old. Um, I think it's a totally a, a different story. But, but I do think that you would do things differently at certain points in the game if you were trying to engineer a win for Jared versus Sari trying to engineer a win for herself. Well, the first thing is I thought you were saying that it would be hard because you have two children, so then you'd have to try to get your other child to win. No. A reality is not really plan, fair. Maybe the plan is as simple as uh, just get to the final two with Jared. Um, well, but, I mean, in a perfect world. But in doing that, they're not in all the same alliances, so I do think that there is going to be, you know, some complications of, you know... No, I mean, they're, they're always prioritize each other look out they'll always other. prioritize each other but i do think that sari having other allies in the house i do think that there are ways that this will be complicated it's so hard because it's to me it's not who should win it's who's more likely to win once we get down to an yeah. end game who's going to be in the best spot now you think jared from a competition standpoint yes and then you think would they do they know she's won the traders so maybe there's no bitterness i, I think that I mean, Corey really certainly knows. would know that yeah Corey. yeah would know. okay so yeah and i wonder you, know, you don't Corey... want to be like well what i'm oh, sorry go ahead no i just you don't want them to be like well like you know as sandra was oh you put me back you know they won't vote for me again and then maybe they do but like it becomes, do they love Sari so much that she definitely would get votes? Are they like, no, you've already won money? Yeah, you know that's not that's not fair. So is Jared definitely like just more of like a neutral option who could just be well liked yeah. without all of the baggage? So so second place, I think gets seventy five thousand dollars. So I, yeah. I think that probably what they're going for is let's just get to the end, let's beat the final two, you know, uh, maximize the amount of money that we take out, and then you know the jury can ultimately decide. I think that's probably it. Three. Yeah, she would never be thinking about this so far ahead. Like when I, I got a um, cameo from her about like the three, two, one, and she's like, I didn't even know I was doing the three, two, one. Like she's very much like a. But is that not true? like she's so is cerebral? That true? I don't know. I don't know. I but I bought it because it was cerebral. But I think she is like a, not like not vibe. She's very cerebral, but very much feeling. It's like how do I feel about this next thing? I don't think she's like plotting out how to get to the end. And she's so humble as well that I don't think she'd be like. Got this in the bag. Who should win, me or Jared? Like, she's yeah. never thinking that She said that on the live feeds and talking to Corey. She's like, you know, I like to have somebody who is the person who sort of, like, is thinking about, like, the numbers and everything, like an Andrea. I think she cited Eliza, but I don't really oh, think that they were together on. for that long. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Sari doesn't remember that, that, that she wasn't aligned with Eliza. Yeah. Sari knows numbers. Like, she knows she's not... See, that to me, that's her... See, uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I I don't buy it. I think she's she downplays... Um, you know, to me... Like, I, I kind of feel like that, and I've talked about this before, but I, I feel like that the whole idea of Suri is sort of like r discounting Suri's exceptionalism. I, I think that for years, Survivor marketed Suri as, look, Suri, she got up off the couch. If she can do it, you can do it. Guess what? You can't. She's Suri. You're not. Don't say she's that. Exceptional. She, don't. She's exceptional. Don't say that if she can do it, anybody can do it. Look at this. I know. Look at this person that we found. You. Like uh, yeah. she was afraid the of every leaves. woman. Oh, Look wait, at she's her a now. Goddess. She's every yeah. woman. Yeah. She's not. No. 
She she's so good. Like her track record is ridiculous. But she, uh, so, but yeah, I, I mean, think that she leans true. into that also. Yeah, like, but I other don't know anything. Yeah, yeah. And like, I don't, I mean, she's so humble that there maybe is a, she, she discredits herself. It was true on the traders as well. She was like, you know, I look back and I did these things wrong. And I'm like, no, you did it. Who put mm-hmm. that narrative in your mind? You did nothing wrong. The show did millions of things wrong. Mm-hmm. Millions of different little things that I'm so angry about. Yeah. But so I think that she does, she discounts herself a little bit because she's so humble. Yeah. But she definitely leans into it. And then she's also so lovable. That was a big thing on the traders. They just liked her so much. They were so hurt that she was a traitor, as we saw. They were just so, so broken by that because they loved her so much. So yeah. Just like how people gravitate towards her. She enjoys these shows, you know, and not all of the great players do, you know, uh, that people have talked about how, like, you know, even like, you know, um, with all due respect to Boston Rob, who has done amazing things, that people say, like, he's miserable out there. That uh, that he is often, it, it is a joyless experience for him a majority of the time to be around because of, uh, you know, that I, I, I don't think that there are things that, that probably he does find fun, but I think that the majority of, uh, like, uh, his time on the game, he is not enjoying himself. Suri certainly has moments that are, like, h- hard to deal with, but um, she does seem to try to maximize the amount of fun she has. Yeah, I mean, Suri's always having fun. She's yeah. so fun to be around. Do you want to be around that energy? How much Big Brother has she seen? Are we aware of how big a fan of so Big Brother So nobody knows for sure, but I would have to think she has seen a considerable amount of Big Brother. Does she watch the live feeds? I suspect not, but I think as she, as Mm -hmm. does she watch it? Like, I I think she is certainly like at least checks in every summer. I mean, she's friends with Rachel, you know, um, she played Janelle. She was on the, yeah. You know, she played on the traders with Cody. Um, I think that she probably, you know, checked out some of, uh, some of that. So I think that she is not a super duper fan, but I think that she's probably at least uh, a casual big brother fan. Because Twitter was asking, like, you know, Saria's, you like, I mean, look, Saria's learned that you can have the numbers and still go home. Heroes versus villains taught her that mm-hmm. the hard way. But I think there was, like, maybe some kind of growing pains around just having the numbers isn't enough. Because if someone from the other side wins HOH mm-hmm. and Veto, yeah. then someone from your side will go regardless. I so. mean, I'm sure somebody could do, the a future Izzy that's out there could do a deep dive into her Instagram. Has she ever been, like, commenting on Big Brother? I mean, for years. But her whole Instagram was wiped oh, by she- a hacker. Uh, yeah, right. Recently. Yeah, yeah, right. No, I think that actually, she was, mm. that's amazing if that was a play. Was that a play? Maybe. Was, like, she had like, she had like dozens, if not hundreds of just like white squares. It was definitely a hat of And like my whole feed was just white squares. And then her whole Instagram got white. If you go to her Instagram now, Interesting. I don't think there's anything beyond. Do you think that was a play? I don't know. You'd have to go back and see. Does she ever, has Suri ever commented on uh, the, the big brother of it all? Well, we could probably search like Twitter. But, so mm-hmm. her last thing was on the yeah. 10th of April because everything was wiped by the hackers before that. We, should, we need to talk to like Rachel Riley and ask her like in talking okay, with Suri, how much does Suri know about Big Brother? Okay, well, I, this is out of my, you know, yeah. with Australian Survivor okay. contestants, I can maybe send them a message, but I think Rachel Riley, sure. um, she'd be like, who is that? Sure. You okay. ask her. I'll ask You message her, her right I'll, now. I'll ask her. I'll, I'll ask her. Okay. So <laughs> then Shannon... Any other questions that you have that I can uh, attempt to answer for you? Questions like why, what, how, where, how. Now, where is pretty um, all in one place? 
Yeah. Where is the easiest one to answer? So one of the things I noticed is this was the first thing that jumped out to me when we got all the intro packages. Every person told me their relationship status and I was like, I don't think we're in Survivor anymore. Mm -hmm. This seems important. So that was, that was, who were the showmances that are looking? Cause like, did Riley and Jad that I hear that they were funneling or who? Cause uh, I'm very interested. Yeah, I don't in know. Showmance. I don't know if there's much of a uh, showmance no, brewing yet. But they put in so many good looking people. Yeah, typically, it, typically it's going to happen uh, eventually. Yeah. But, you know, um, we, you know, certainly we'll have more than on Big Brother and then on Survivor. Yeah. I mean, I'm, look, I like watch The Bachelor. Like, I'm always into a couple getting together and then staying together and me being invested in that relationship. So hopefully that happens. Who are you liking, Rob? Who else? Who was, who's, a, who, who's on your radar? Who's, you know, it's Suri, obviously. Yeah. So we've Jared talked about, Corey. you know, um, the, you know, Suri and Jared and Corey. Um, Felicia, we haven't talked about. Yeah. It's been very, very oh, fun. My gosh. I like... <laughs> I know the whole thing that she keeps ruining her mic packs and one fell in the toilet and then she fell in the hot tub and I laughed out loud at that clip. Yeah. <laughs> she screamed and then you just heard the hot tub splash. Poor Felicia. Mm -hmm. But yeah, she's fun. She, yeah, so she's fun. She's a fan favorite. Yeah. Um, she's a big fan favorite uh, at this point. Uh, she hasn't gotten a ton on the episode, so we'll see what happens on Wednesday night. So... One of the things I had was that I know there've been comparisons to Tori and Zach yes. and Riley and Tori. And I love this because Riley, I don't know how, again, I'm, it's so weird for me to be such a casual when I'm meant to be consuming everything and that's meant to be my mm -hmm. whole brand. I don't know if it's been stated, but the fact that Riley went on and on about the color blue, maybe she is oh. a secret relative of Tori. Did did um, Tori, I mean, did Riley go on and on about the color blue? Yeah, so obviously, famously in Tori's preseason interview, everyone's gonna, yeah, and then Riley in the HOH competition was like, I really had to go on the blue balance. It was all about blue, and I was like, This woman is sending me a sign, and she's related to Tori, she must be. Mm -hmm. So that's my new conspiracy theory, yeah. Okay, well, uh, that's that's funny, yeah. I saw a uh, very funny tweet, I believe it was from Regis Sue on Twitter that basically said. Uh, that the Wartenbergers are always going to have uh, their game in their hands by an extra blonde person. Uh, then that's uh, Tori and Riley. So uh, interesting. Well, I'm glad that Corey has made it through because I know some people were like, that would be hilarious. I think Zach even tweeted that himself, but I would not have enjoyed that happening. Yeah. You know, if it's Stephanie Wartenberger. Like, yes. That's what what did she deserve to have, to have like, to no, go I'm through this? For, yeah. I'm, Whole Wurdenberger family, you know, just this, like this could be the Wurdenberger redemption story. Natalie and Nadia, or mm -hmm. Natalie and Natalie, depending on how you look at it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm, I'm rooting for that. Yeah, all right, but even if Corey wins, Zach will be my favorite Wurdenberger still. Over his mom, that's already a bad day. That's true. She, you know, she's a patron. Um, so. I don't know. So is that. Yeah. This whole family is just like putting your kids through college. But I also <laughs> wanted to say as well that I said on Twitter, I hadn't watched the episode. So I'm like, I'm pulling for Corey. And I and everyone was like, bad choice of words. And I didn't know that he'd been pulled to the nether region because I didn't know what the nether oh. region was. <laughs> so I didn't mean that. I didn't. The it wasn't nether intending. region. I also am sorry that oh. I said cerebral and not 
Yeah. It, was a, it wasn't a pun. Shannon, uh, just real quick, last thing from me. Were you offended on Sunday night when... Yes, very much. Yes, uh, when we had... we The Bowie got introduced, and then here comes Red. No yes. one asked for this. Red, no one. Like, here's, here's Red reacting to Bowie, an Australian person, is in the house. Oh, crikey. Look at this, Sheila. That's a naughty alligator right there. She'd sure like to bite off my leg. I don't know what to say. Mm -hmm. I mean, have you heard Mike Bloom's John impression, which is that, basically? Mm -hmm. Equally as offensive. So, yeah. I Look, Bowie Jane yeah. being Australian, she's lying about her age. Can I just, John, John who? I'm not talking about Survivor China. You would never... You'd never remember. Okay. <laughs> John from... Zoe, you, you couldn't remember the people we were doing on the season. We were, yeah. That was from years ago. There was a John. Was a, a was very, a very bogan Australian, <laughs> traditional Australian, and Mike did an impression. It was yeah. equally as offensive. So I know everyone's doing the claim to fame mom test. Yes. Texting their moms. Picture of Chris asking, who is he related to? I texted Could my dad. Could spot uh, an Osmond? <laughs> We don't know because she's in the house. We'll ask she's her. She's missed this whole time. Yeah. If we Jared do exit has to do press with her. Test. Sorry, who's this person? <laughs> You're a mom. That's the first You're thing a mom. you should ask. Yeah. That's what we have to ask her. But no, so I texted my dad because he's a tennis coach in Australia. So I was like, do you know this former Australian tennis player, Bowie Jane? And he said no. No. So, okay. No. So he failed the professional tennis playing dad Australian mm -hmm. test. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm like loosely connected to Bowie Jane, too, because there's five Australians. We all know each other. Yes. All right. Well, Shannon, this is so fun to go through all this. With <laughs> is you. it? Yeah. What are we doing, Rob? What are we doing? I'm so confused. Yeah. Look, that this, this is like it's so fun to have the shoe be on the other foot and uh, have you come in all confused. Ask me questions about what's going on. Um, I can try my best to inform you. And then we're going to keep this going. So what are the metrics for this podcast ends when what happens? Okay. Let's establish. I this. don't even know what happened. This podcast ends when a Suri gets voted out. Oh, Suri loses. But what if I'm still invested? B Jared loses. I guess or like uh, then this could be like an all of the, uh, the above situation. So this podcast ends when these are the, the, a podcast ending criteria. Suri's out. Jared's out. Corey's out. You're already thinking too far ahead like you are with Suri. Just let it be, Rob. Let it be. Okay, I just want to give you an out. Like, if you're so like, hey, good. like, all the people I care about are gone. Why am I still here? To talk to you. Okay. All right. So, this, <laughs> but, but it's called the Suri Watch. Oh, maybe we'll get some like cameras into her house, or she's in the maybe we can like change it to like Corey watch, like uh, like cross out <laughs> yeah, some of the we letters. Can, we can easily do that. Yeah, yeah. one of Sari's former tribe mates mm -hmm. was yes. already the one who did that. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So yeah, we'll just do that. Shannon, I, I feel like it does not get talked about that on Thirty Rock, Liz Lemon's personal assistant was named Sari, and. Her really? boyfriend was named Aris. What? Yes. Is this fake? I'm 100% serious. You can Google it. Wait, so Tina Fey is a Survivor fan? I don't know if Tina Fey is, but I think that certainly people who Someone were that writing on 30 Rock 
were enough of Survivor fans to name characters Suri. Every time I podcast with you, I need to Google things. And yes, you were right and you weren't lying. You didn't lie at all this podcast. I, I think I've you? been 100% truthful. You have? Yeah. I'm sorry. When the shoe's on the other foot and mm-hmm. I'm here telling you things, I think it's funny to lie. Yeah. You're a nicer person than I am, but we yeah. knew that. Look, well, and Ara, so, so, and Panama specifically? Mm-hmm. Who's that person? Yeah. So, wow. There's a Reddit thread about Well, it. I will also say that 30 Rock, I think, starts in like 2007, 2008. So I think that it was. Imagine uh, if it started uh, in 2003. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But I you do think. You get Heidi that- and Jenna. Heidi and Jenna could have been characters on 30 Rock. <laughs> yeah. I think that they could have been yeah. had some fun with that on 30 Rock. So, all right. Shannon Gus is here. You could hear her on the Rewatch every week here in our patron podcast feed. So Shannon, what happened to the name being changed? What happened if anyone to anyone has a better suggestion? You don't like the Rewatch? It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. You, I mean, you want to improve like. it? I'm open to suggestions. Hmm. If anyone wants, if I mean, do you, you want like a Rewatch? Yeah, I'm desperate for Saripon. Hmm. But that's obvious. Yeah. Okay. Surreal. Surreal. This will be the most popular serial sur- podcast ever invented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me ju- let's just think about it. Uh, Suri, not Suri? To Suri. Suri about that? Suri about, because, okay. Well, see, these are already, like, let's not decide it now. It's too much pressure. Mm-hmm. We'll go away. We'll think about it. The audience will think about it. I want to apologize to the Big Brother fans. You say Suri? Sur- after the show. Yeah. I want to say Suri. Yeah. Suri. Okay, Suri, Suri. Okay, Suri. That's the thing you've got off the top of your head, Rob. So that's many not whatever will be, will be. And we'll talk about it. Yeah. No, but like a lot of people care about the show, and I, I'm I'm so happy for you, and I want to be I'm want to be part of it, and I um, but limited. I want to be part of it on my own terms. I'm I'm just here to baby steps, training wheels, miserably. Yeah, yeah. Learn about why there's so much goo on the show and who. And to thought, the, you know? the Big Brother fans who are skeptical, like who is this person? This is yeah. one of the greatest strategic-minded podcasters of our time that do Aww. not discount her just because she doesn't know about the shout-outs to Julie. She I has a Julie lot to offer. There. Do I? Don't promise him that. I have nothing to offer but questions and bewilderment. Shannon, tell them and about the 3-2-1 vote. The three, well, it's tell them about a 2-1-1 two, two vote. But the three, two, one actually was so reinvented that obviously. So why it was so mm-hmm. brilliant was because you took the two other people who were the targets, put them together into a plurality, won the day. It's too hard, but there's a there's a plurality vote podcast about it that they mm-hmm. probably listen to because Tarot is on it. So thank you for inviting me into your world. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you for she, opening the space. She has space a voice like an angel if she sings on one of these podcasts. Suri, I know you love that one. <laughs> I know you love the Jolines. <laughs> Suri, Suri. How many did you get? Yeah. Um, wasn't even on the seasons of The Wonder. Okay. All right. So thank you so much for joining us. Check out the rest of the patron uh, content as well. In addition to the Q&A, the slop that you know of, the other uh, new show that we have been doing is the feed bag show uh, where I'm watching the feeds, but it's also like a grab bag. Going to do that later on on Tuesday. Mari 4th will join us uh, for a Tuesday check-in of uh, what's going on on the feeds, but also uh, talking about 
anything else uh, that we feel like. All right. Uh, I like how that's a pun. See that I like that that's a pun. Feedback. We get a, yeah, like how we should we should also have a pun name. That's okay. Good. All right. Well, we're open to it. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.